Hello, welcome back to Let's Travel Baby podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, whether it's just out of curiosity or you have the genuine interest to travel. I appreciate you. So I'm here at Studio 77 with Roman and his team. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm here with Zach. He doesn't know my name, but he's mixing and recording all this. So thank you. Thank you to everybody. So today's episode is going to be covering all about law of attraction and my story. And I'm going to be giving you my best tips on how to melt the two worlds together to get what you want and travel whenever. So I have this crazy story about Tokyo and how I manifested it in basically a week. Um, It was one of the most crazy experiences I've ever had and really made law of attraction real for me. Um, I'm a realist. I I base everything off fact and theory. So this kind of made just law of attraction and manifestation in general really uh, concrete. So it started back when I was catching up with my best friend Madeline. Uh, we were at a coffee shop and we were just, we'd go basically in these time periods where we'll go like days without talking to each other we'll like text each other and just like stop texting so we have like these pretty monthly uh coffee dates and we'll just catch up on everything we'll talk for like three hours straight and it's always good to talk to her um but we were talking and she presented me with this idea that we should go to tokyo like next week in that time And I was like, dude, what? And I basically had like a That's So Raven flashback. Like it was the weirdest thing ever. Um, The week before I had heard the song, uh, Porter Robertson's like Shelter, I think. I had just discovered it and it was super techno. Like if you know that song, there's like all these like miscellaneous like little robot voices in the background and it's like super cute. But um, I had found it. I was like, oh my God, like it sounds just, it just like kind of reminds me of like Tokyo and I had never been there, mind you. And I would play it in my car all the time and I'd put my speakers on and like, Basically, I had heard this song, and it was by Porter Robertson, and it was the song Shelter. I don't know if any of you guys have heard of it, but it's a banger. It's so cute. Um, but it had, like, these like little alien noises, and it kind of sound like it was from Tokyo. And basically, I would just listen to it all the time in my car, in my speakers, at the gym, like, just dancing around my room. Like, I have 15 minutes dance party routines in the morning they're very important (laughs) um but uh, I would listen to it literally all the time and I would always think of myself in Tokyo and it was kind of weird like I had always had dreams about Tokyo when I was younger and I never understood them like I'd kind of see like Japanese signs and I would walk like in fish markets like when I was really young and I just like don't know why they would come to me um but it all kind of made sense. Like when I had went, it was almost like a big giant deja vu. Like I just felt like I had already been there. Like it was just like childhood memory almost. It was weird. Um, but yeah, I was just, I was constantly visualizing myself. It kind of felt like I was like a kid again, basically. And I was so excited. Um, and I was just kind of getting excited to go, but I didn't even know I was going at the time. Um, 
And so a couple weeks pass, or no, like a couple days, not even a couple weeks. Um, and me and my friend do this annual, like, giant 10-hour coffee fest, like, catch-up. Like, we don't text each other back. Like, we'll go, like, days without talking to each other. But um, when we do talk to each other, it's, like, paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs. And, like, when we meet up for coffee, it's, like, literally five hours long and they go forever. So this was me and shout out Mads love you this one me and uh, Mads coffee day and we were sitting down and we were just kind of catching up and we were talking about traveling and at the time she had never been out of the country um, and we were just yeah, I was like no like you have to go like, you have to send it it's going to be so dope when you do I'm just going to be so excited like I have all these tips at that point I had already traveled like five countries so I was just telling her like how dope would it be to travel with her and all that stuff and like she's one of my best friends and um, just also kind of that visualization was like key, I think, um, just getting excited about what that would be was, I don't know, I just thought it was really dope, but, um, we were talking and stuff and she was like, what if we were to go to Tokyo like next week? And I was like, oh, Mads, I was like, dude, like we're crazy and we're crackheads, but we're not that crazy. Like, I was like, you're funny, dude. She's like, no, seriously, like, the, um, at the time, it was in January, and um, Tokyo is in the northern hemisphere, so, like, it was in the winter, it was really cold, and so they had off-season tickets, basically, and to go to Tokyo, it's an average of around a grand to maybe, like, 1,500, sometimes in the summer, and, um, and right then they had been like 740 bucks like it was unheard of to fly that cheap to Tokyo at least from Vegas um and she was like dude look at the tickets and I was like dude that's crazy but you do realize that I do start school next week like uh the 26th was when I was starting school and she wanted to go from the 15th through I think the 25th yeah yeah the 25th and I was like, dude, that would be amazing, but my mom would kill me. Like, I don't have the money, and, like, it's right before school. Like, my mom is now with that. She values education way too much. And she was like, no, dude, like, we have to send it. I was like, dude, like, are you for real? And she was like, okay, I'll make a deal with you. If we were to have bought these tickets and you asked your mom... And she said, no, we could return them within that 24-hour period. There's, like, a refund period. It lasts for, like, 24 hours. And I was like, oh, dude, like, you are crazy. Like, But I was like, okay, I'll make a deal with you. Like, it's fine. It's not any money loss. Like, whatever. And she was like, um, I'll buy your ticket for you. And then, you know, you can just pay me back in payments. And I was like, yo, that's so sick. Um, but I was like, you know, like, I'll... I'll pay you back whenever it comes in, you know? Um, so it was really crazy. And we bought the tickets right then and there in that coffee shop. And I went home and I took a walk with my mom and I was like, <laughs> like I had already bought the tickets. And I was like, mom, like, what do you think about me going to Tokyo? Like on these dates? And she was like, you know, school starts. And like, it's, I don't know, it's just something like, she doesn't play with but she she like was like yes only if you talk to one of my 
girlfriends who is Japanese and has lived in Tokyo and can kind of give you the rundown if you were to go forward with like forward with this and I was like oh shit like this is really happening I got into the car uh after the walk and I played the Porter Robinson song blasting it feeling like I was in Tokyo again I drove right to Madeline we like screamed and like hugged in this casino like we met up and we were like just going crazy like it was so dope and and that was kind of like how we booked the tickets but it was just crazy because like I had been visualizing it I had imagined myself in it like I've always been like I don't know I don't know how to say it like a cloud head <laughs> what is an air no a daydreamer that's what I'm fucking I'm high as hell bro I'm gonna cut that part out <laughs> um but yeah <laughs> I was I've always been a daydreamer so I guess I've just always imagined places that weren't in my reality but this was crazy and yeah it was just one of like the weirdest stories because it, it all worked out and also uh three days after that I had a accumulated all the money that I needed to travel and pay her back for the ticket which was really weird and that was kind of like I didn't expect that and that was just kind of like I'll get into it later but it's just kind of like setting the intention and telling the universe what you're gonna do and it making its way for you which brings me into my next point uh, for manifesting kind of whatever you desire it's better to just say that you demand something instead of that you want it uh, want um, kind of comes from this place of lack where you don't really know I don't know I guess you, like you're not really telling the universe exactly what it is you're just kind of saying like I don't have it and that comes across more clearly but when you demand something it comes across as more concrete like I go to school um, in a really busy college and there's literally no parking in the morning and every single morning I say I demand a parking spot at the front and I always end up getting one like my school is known for like no parking and I always end up getting one in the front um, just by saying I demand it like as I'm pulling into the parking lot but um, but yeah it, it also comes from kind of your subconscious self-worth self-worth this comes into play um, just like if you feel that you don't deserve to travel or you don't deserve to like have such an amazing experience that you want to acquire you'll never actually get it no matter how hard you work so it's like just kind of being upfront with the universe being like yo this is gonna happen and it helps a lot um I use this when I write when I do visualization when I do like my poster boards when I do like journaling and stuff like I know it sounds super cliche but it really really helps by just saying you demand it instead of you wanting it um that also goes into kind of like this misconstrued like idea of law of attraction like people think that it's just you know putting up poster boards and like thinking about things and just like going to bed and just like thinking about it and it's actually law of action plus law of attraction um I got that from manifestation babe shout out to you but 
yeah, it takes action and it's not just, you know, putting up a poster board of Hawaii and being like, oh my God, I can't wait to go to Hawaii. It does take a little bit of action and that would also be my best tip. It's not just hoping and praying. It's making small, um, I mean, you don't have to, you know, freaking sell your house and like, take out a credit card to like pay for it and just, there's easier ways to do it. Um, but yeah, that kind of was short and sweet. I didn't want to get too much into it because I can literally talk about law of attraction for hours. Um, so we'll just end up on bonus tips. Um, one of my first bonus tips is something I discovered when I went to Georgia last week. In the South, they are known for like all this like fat ass food. Like you it's grease everything it's pig everything like cows milk eggs everything and there's no non-dairy options especially in coffee like there's just no creamer at hotels or restaurants or anything um and i found it very difficult but i had not even unpacked my suitcase fully from paris and london and i had some like of these milk containers like these little small cups um you probably see them at like dunkin donuts or something but they're really small um, and I had them in my suitcase and I was like, oh shit, like I still have these. I could use these whenever I go to coffee shops and I'll just order black coffee and put these creamer things in them. And it was really dope because it was like, it comes in handy, especially if you have any strict diet requirements, it kind of saves you because people really don't know how to eat when they travel or they'll just cheat on their diets and it's just like, they feel like shit. But yeah, I think that's really dope. Just bringing an alternative um at least to you know one of the best like, parts of your morning like you don't have to be drinking like cow's milk i know people who are not even vegan that don't like cow's milk in their coffee and yeah i just think this saves up on a lot you can order them from amazon or you can just take them from duck donuts you don't gotta pay sorry it's kind of illegal um my second tip would be notify banks beforehand um this is something that kind of is not looked at as seriously sometimes when you're traveling. I know there's a lot of excitement. You're picking out clothes. You're like, you know, getting ready and stuff. But just make sure that you tell your banks, you tell your cards that you are going away <laughs> before they get cut off. I think one of the worst problems is to be financially stranded, stranded in a foreign country. Um, it's very scary to me, and I would not want to be cut off from my bank, so I would just say give them a call, or most banks have an on-app feature that lets you know just what country you're going to in between those states. It saves an anxiety attack, trust me. Um, and my last tip would be look up current laws before you go to a new country. Um, this was crazy for me because I didn't even think about it when I had first traveled. And um, there's a lot of, you know, little laws. Obviously, you know, in every single country, it's like laws, you know, you don't have to think second about like, you know, battery assault, whatever. But there's also laws like, well, in Singapore, for example, like tourists are allowed to bring only two packs of gum um and if you get caught with more than two packs of gum you can be searched and you can get a penalty of up to one year in jail and then a f uh, like a fine like five fifty five thousand dollars like it's a bit so and that's just by bringing like your third pack of gum <laughs> like it's crazy um so i would say just check up on your current laws um you're not above 
anybody just because you live in the United States. Your law does not apply in other countries. You're not saved unless you're on some type of U.S. embassy soil and you are begging for your life. Like, you are in another country and you have to be respectful of their laws um, and you have to (laughs) please represent, like, the USA, like, nice, I guess. I always think to be, like, really nice to people because I represent a country. Like, are you rewarded for it? No, but it, it does look good on you and, like, where you come from and it helps kind of just take a stereotype away that, you know, like we might be mean or like stuck up or whatever they think about us. Um, it kind of just makes it all cute. And yeah, that concludes the end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful for you again with the critiques. I'm a tough cookie. I can take it. If you just want to give me any feedback on what you would do better with the podcast, how you would improve it. And also, if there's anything you'd like, just let me know too, and I'll keep doing it. Um, yeah, my social media is Katie Lala with three E's. And thank you so much for listening. If you're on the plane, if you're driving, have a safe trip. And I'll see you in the next episode.